0: And hey, one last thing. Uh I forgot to put my top 3. The Minnesota Vikings had a sex boat in like 2007. <laughs> I'm changing that to my number 1 answer.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, that's a better way to end the pod.
1: Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember the 21st night of September and welcome to the All Our Things podcast, the uninformedly equally opinionated gander into the sporting world. As always, my name is Alistair Kirk and this week I am joined by one, only one of my fantastic co-hosts. He is banned from Manitoba. It's Jeremy Curo. Oi, oi. How are we doing, Ali? We're very well. I've uh, done this intro twice and I still managed to butcher on the second attempt. So mm. well done to me, ladies and gentlemen. It's wonderful to have you with us for yet another episode of all the all our teams podcast we're back coming to you almost on a weekly basis after a month off so that is exciting our esteemed colleague producer co-host um and sometimes the angriest man on this podcast mr jack green he's not with us this week sadly but he will be back uh, hopefully next week, because we uh, we do we do love it when he's on the podcast. We do love when it is a tripod. But, ladies and gentlemen, you are stuck with myself and the wonderful Jeremy Curo this week as we take a look at our teams, at sports. We do some quick-fire questions before we round it off with uh, top threes, and there might be a quiz question or two in there. But, Mr. Jeremy Curo, it's wonderful to see you. Uh, how are things on the other side of the pond, as we like to call it? <laughs>
0: Things are picking up. College ball's just started. NFL starts uh, in a couple of weeks. We've got baseball on. Hockey's not too far off. Just picked up the new Madden. Not bad. Fantastic. That is good. And uh, in even better news, uh,
1: Jeremy, I can inform you that uh, a brand new fishing trawler game has been released on the PS4. <laughs> and uh, it's it's based, in, it's based in Nova Scotia so friend of the show. Oh, J- no C- way. We'll probably know the cities. For um, sure. yeah, it's uh, for the listeners who have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, I am addicted to a game in which I am a fishing trawling captain in Norway. Um, I ignore my wife on a regular basis to play this game. And a new one's been released in Canada. And uh, I'm beyond uh, excited So, Yeah, game. Well, that's it. Probably divorced by December. So well <laughs> done. Me. But yes, Mr. Kuro, sports are coming back at a rate of knots, uh, especially in North America. We've already got the old soccer ball season uh, over here, which has been great. So um, how, are, how are things with, uh, with, with with your teams? How are things with USC? Is it, is it going well?
0: Well, USC they played their first game this week, so we'll see about that. Uh, right. As does Ohio State, a few other teams. However, a team that one of our listeners started supporting, uh, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yes, Cornhuskers. Sorry. Yes. Uh, they had they were big favorites over Illinois last weekend. Okay. And they got killed. So brilliant. Off to brilliant. a great start there. That is fantastic. Now I think it's friend of
1: the show, Bruce. Am I right? And yeah, exactly. My good yeah. buddy, Bruce. So Bruce believe-
0: not off to a great start, but that can turn around quickly. Yeah. Uh, I is... have a nutcase coach And uh, those okay. things tend to work well in, <laughs> okay. college,
1: so. Could you maybe elaborate on him Being a nutcase Is he just
0: m- uh, You know just an eccentric okay, I like Sort it. of guy um, right. That's good. And most of the best coaches Especially in college seem to be You, yes. know, you don't have a lot of just Boring guys leading teams Because <laughs> yeah. it's remember it's like 18 year olds You gotta inspire not like grown men Who are respectful already And Whatever, so you got to be a little bit wild. Very true, but I have to um, say, I think it's it's only right that
1: in the first week uh, of uh, college football that uh, the team that one of our wonderful listeners uh, supports just it completely. <laughs> it wouldn't be this podcast yeah. if they had gone out and you know if they'd blown the game uh, themselves. Um, you know they have to lose.
0: Uh, so if anything, I'm so, proud. Well, it's them, and it's it's Jack's sort of. Uh, you know, B-team, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors got completely <laughs> destroyed by UCLA too. Uh, so <laughs> this year is uh, not looking good, but uh, good you know, that's not unusual for us. Yeah, my Mountaineers are this weekend. So I
1: imagine they'll probably, yeah. I don't know, lose, get chucked out of their stadium and just leave the league Talk altogether. together. So, yeah.
0: Mm. No, they'll be good because because actually something we haven't really talked about is, uh, and Oklahoma and Texas leaving the Big 12, right? One of five conferences. Yeah. And I was trying to think of an analogy for that for Europe. And it would basically be like if the two best teams in Spain, say, or the two best Italian teams both just left and joined the Premier League, leaving sort of scraps in their league and making the best league stronger. But that's good for your team because they're in the now weaker league. So they might actually win it. This is good news. I was going to say, could you actually compare it to the whole European Super League, sort of debacle,
1: or is it a little different because they are joining yeah, it's an a already a league that's already sort of, um, you know, it's already well known and um, substantial. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, it's not all the best teams from each of the of the conferences. Com- you know, making one new one. It's just the two best by far from one of the five joining the one that's already the most powerful if that makes sense
1: yeah yeah no absolutely so yeah i think your analogy was exactly that it is like barcelona real madrid just saying bugger it we'll mm-hmm. play in play in the english premier league for a bit um yeah so no, but, but but as you say on the plus side my mountaineers this, this yeah, is it this certainly. is our moment they could
0: win oh my they've chosen
1: well thank you once again well done me um actually maybe i should stop supporting them and then they will in fact win the whole thing Uh <laughs> um, yeah they're playing maryland so uh I'll probably oh, oh that's a good game Mer- merlin that's really how good game actually Mer- merlin yeah maryland merlin merlin yeah so that's all right or merlin yeah okay I'll like try and
0: watch uh that. what's that state that you hated um missouri missouri yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's no
1: a, there's no a. Just, just don't say it. Just don't say mm. it.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, we're getting sidetracked already. No, we're good. I mean? uh, we'll get, get. We need Jack here to keep us on track. <laughs> He's the disciplinarian of the. Of the he podcast. is. He is. He's the HR manager. Um, yeah. but yes.
1: So please do continue. Do continue.
0: Yeah, no, other than that, my Jets are terrible. The Raptors aren't going to be good. The Leafs, who knows? So let's move on to yours. <laughs> okay. Well, in surprising news,
1: and uh, and not really fit for all our teams, um, my beloved Tottenham Hotspur um, are somehow um, quite a good football team this year. Uh, we are currently top of the English Premier League. Uh, now we've, uh, we've only played three games, uh, but we've won all three, and we sit uh, nice and pretty at the top of the league now. What uh, is quite funny, uh, Jeremy, is that, as many of our listeners will know, is uh, Tottenham have been criticised in the past for sort of playing quite boring football, especially under Mourinho, was taking a 1-0 lead and then kind of not doing anything with it. Well, we've won all three games 1-0. We are sitting at the top of the English Premier League with a goal difference of plus three, having scored three and conceded (laughs) none, Um, which on paper sounds and looks. Utterly horrendous, and yet it's been so efficient so far. Um, so I, for one, I'm incredibly happy. Harry Kane, as we mentioned on the podcast previous, there was talks of whether you know he 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 wanted to leave and he was trying to negotiate a move to Manchester City. He has a six-year uh, contract with Spurs. However, um, it was signed with a gentleman's agreement with Daniel Levy, uh, the head coach, uh, not the Canadian actor. I have to say, uh, sorry, sorry <laughs> the, uh, the chairman the chairman of Tottenham, uh, even not the head coach, the chairman, uh, Daniel Levy. I have to say, Jeremy, not really too sure this sort of notion of an athlete having a gentleman's agreement with somebody who's solely in the gig. To make money and ensure that the team is as successful as they can be, so I'm not really too sure what Harry Kane was thinking there. Um, but anyway, uh, the, the the sale didn't come through, um, and Harry Kane will stay. So it's kind of going nicely for me with Spurs. Um, Human Son looks absolutely brilliant. We've made some. Good signings. Um, I was watching the European game last week. Uh, we're in the Europa Conference League, which isn't great, but it's so good to be in Europe. And uh, Brian Hill, who is a young Spanish lad, he looked absolutely fantastic. So I'm very happy. Um, and what's even better, and I'm going to bring this up a little bit uh, later in, in 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 more detail, is that our bitter rivals Arsenal are rock bottom of the English Inger- of the English Premier League, having scored uh, no goals and conceded nine. So it's just it's, oh, wow! It's, it's honestly wonderful. It's this is a feeling I've I've not had for 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 many years. So this is brilliant. Other soccer news. I was at the Edinburgh City game um up in North Edinburgh, an area called Pilton, uh just last Friday. So um only a few days ago. Um, and it was it was just great to be back at football. Only about 350, 400 people there. Um Scottish League two, um, especially in Edinburgh, doesn't get uh, too many fans, but it was great to be uh, great to be at the game. And um, with only 20 seconds on the clock, Edinburgh City took the lead. Uh, right in front oh, of, eh? of, of yeah, right in front of me and my buddy Dylan who were at the game. Uh, it was it was it was brilliant. It was quite funny. The, 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 we scored, uh, the players all ran over to the side of the pitch. Um, and it was like one of those awkward moments where they're kind of all really celebrating and in a big stadium, the fans would probably have all rushed forward, maybe sort of tried to bear mm. hug the players. Nobody was there. Everyone was like in the queue to get a pie because the (laughs) game had just started. So that didn't really work out too well, but that is good. Um, And while I'm just on this uh, uh, 20-minute lecture on my team's uh, Edinburgh Rugby, first preseason game on the September 11th, unfortunate date, but I'm looking forward to being at the brand new Edinburgh uh, Rugby Stadium for the first go? pre-season game. I'm going to go. I've got my season tickets. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, my wife is uh, heavily pregnant and expecting her first child, but I am I live two minutes from the stadium, so I'm going <laughs> to try and rush along. And if if needs be, I can dash out and uh, be the hero uh, as I uh, James Bond it to the, to the hospital. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Jeremy. Um, the Pro 14 is no more. It's not even the Pro 16. It's now known as the United Rugby Championship as the four South African teams come in. So it's all brand new. And I'm very, very, very excited. Uh, finally, it feels like life's going back to the normal here. COVID rates are through the roof, um, but let's not worry about that. Let's just hope that mm-hmm. I will uh, be sitting in Edinburgh Rugby's new stadium. So yes, things are good with my teams. It's lovely. Nice. It's a lovely feeling. Um, so watch the space because next week it'll probably be doom and gloom once again. Yeah. Uh, one, one's one gone bust and two have lost. It'll be probably something like that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you're still with us after listening to my long lecture on teams. We promised we would try and keep our team short and I have broken that rule. So Let's uh, let's talk some sports. So, Mister Jeremy Curo, is there anything that you identified in the past week or so that you wanted to to talk about?
0: Yeah, I don't know all the details of it yet, but but basically, um, we bro- briefly spoke about it in our chat. The high school football team that that <laughs> yes. well pretended to be a school in order to play on national television. Such a uh, weird story. I don't know how you say it exactly. Basically, Bishop Sycanmore, something like that. <laughs> okay, so they yeah. played IMG Academy, who's like a top three. Um, high school football program in the entire country uh, they <laughs> yeah. lost 58 nothing and like early in the second they were down like almost 30 to nothing and the commentators were saying like this is unsafe for the guys on this <laughs> bishop whatever team like i don't know how this happened and it went on to uh, come out that they're not even a real school they don't have any players with division one scholarships they just sort of made it all up and somehow espn the biggest sports network yeah uh, in north america bought it put it on tv <laughs> it turned out they'd played like less than a week before um losing to uh, like a, not even a good team yeah the whole thing's just a disaster all around it and very strange such a weird weird story um mm-hmm.
1: so so obviously as as you're saying kind of limited details on it but it, i mean are they are they a school you know are they actually you know is it a is it a high school that just didn't really have a high school um uh, program that they just got a bunch of guys together and and,
0: and lied or is it just like I don't know a bunch of guys no it's it like was a, a real school or it's like an yeah. online community yeah, or something maybe, or you yeah, take online yeah, classes yeah. but like they lied about the, the quality of their players saying they had scholarships and that's like I, like I said it's it dangerous for sure right it's a violent yeah. sport if you're yeah. putting guys out who have no business playing against the top guys in the whole country they're, they're lucky it wasn't worse than it was it could have been a complete disaster well, you
1: see it in rugby, you know, um, times when guys who are even professional rugby players, you know, mistime a tackle or get the angle all wrong of their tackle. And they can get like a serious head injury or, or you know, and, and commentators will say, you know, like if any kids are watching, this is not what to do. Like you cannot tackle mm-hmm. like this. So if you've got a bunch of guys who haven't done proper training, don't really know what they're doing, going against guys who do. I mean, yeah, you could get a guy that gets absolutely buckled beyond belief because he goes in for a tackle and, you know, gets a severe head injury or neck injury through, like, poor techniques. So, but it, it's just insane. I mean, like, ESPN have kind of become an easy target. They're kind of the butt of everyone's jokes. But what due diligence do they do in that company? I mean, mm. that's just – I mean, I know they have that uh, – is it the the Ocho or the Oku like, channel? Yeah, they yeah. Show, like, random yeah, sports once a that, year yeah yeah like joey hot dog and stuff like that and or people thought whatever that game is where you yeah, like a bag uh, of spanish ball
0: them. and yeah uh, cornhole yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah cornhole yeah yeah like yeah, they have the yeah, cornhole yeah. world championships great game like, stuff like that so like you know I and i imagine they've done more due diligence on those than they appear to have for done sure. on this game it's insane um but yeah for our listeners please look it up just google espn high school game and it will be the top search one because it's it's gone viral uh, uh, definitely north america but it is a very odd situation. Um, have you seen any clips from the game? Are, are is they available? I mean, have, have ESPN just tried to get already deleted the tapes to pretend it didn't happen? Yeah,
0: I just saw them online, like on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever. Just clips of people who had filmed the broadcast, and it was just like shocking. So, kind of, I kind of feel for the like the
1: like, the announcers also because it kind of puts yeah, them yeah, in a really awkward position where like they must start to realize that this is this is not normal something's going on
0: here and like it kind of puts their professional merit on the line a little bit so for Um, sure and these aren't fast games it's not like they're out of there in like an hour these these games are you know multiple (laughs) hours long where they just had to sort of bullshit their way through it anyway uh so yeah, very strange.
1: Oh, uh, I know it could have happened to a nicer organization than ESPN, <laughs> but I do feel for the, I do feel for the 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 the, the announcers who are just doing their job here mm. and there. But you know that, that is a, a bizarre situation, and uh, yeah, I'm sure somebody somewhere will will have been disciplined. Uh, anything else on that, Jeremy, or shall I uh, change the subject completely? Go for it. All right. I just want to keep on the uh, the the soccer, uh, as you would like to call it, Jeremy, the soccer bandwagon. Mm-hmm. And it's just really, it's all about Edinburgh, as it always is in my life. It's all about the wonderful city of Edinburgh that I live in, because in the Scottish Premiership, uh, after four games, it's not the old firm at the top. It's not the old firm. Who cares about the old firm? Sorry, friend of the show, Danny. It's all about the city of Edinburgh, because Hibernian Football Club and Heart of Midlothian Football Club, they sit one and two, having uh, played four games and are yet to lose. And what's incredible very exciting about it, is on the 12th of September, it's the Edinburgh Derby. So Hearts will play Hibs in the Edinburgh Derby um, in kind of almost like a winner takes all to be uh, top of the table after five games. Now, very early doors. Let's be honest, I highly doubt either Hearts or Hibs are going to win the league and one of the old firm will saunter away with it. But it is great to start the season and it seemed a little bit competitive. We had Dundee United beating Rangers. We've had Celtic losing to heart. Celtic currently sits sixth in the league. Um, uh, Rangers are, I think, fourth. Um, and it's just nice, uh, you know, how often do we say in this podcast, Jeremy, to you that it's just the cups for every other team. You know, it's why St. Johnston, what they did last year, it's why I went on my 45-minute seminar about how great St. Johnston were. <laughs> Things are starting to go slightly wrong at that club, unfortunately. They're yeah, key players and... Um, they're not doing great in the league uh, to start it off. Um, But yeah, it's just wonderful. I just, I just really enjoy looking at the Scottish uh, premiership and it, and it not being Rangers and Celtic at the top. They're actually seeming to, uh, be some sort of competition. We're only four games in. This will probably change by the time we do our next episode. But I just just wanted to bring that up because it's, it it is good to see the Edinburgh teams um, fighting their corner um, in 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 the league. And the other news was that Hearts and they are now the largest fan owned club in the United Kingdom because the chairwoman Anne Budge, who saved the club from administration, she has signed over. All of her shares to the foundation of Hearts Group. So yeah, eight thousand supporters uh, who make regular financial contributions. They are now the technically the owners of Heart of Midlothian, which is uh, the, the, the Green Bay Packers of of, of Scotland. Which is exciting. Uh, what I did enjoy though was Anne Budge was interviewed, and she did say, "Now, yes, it's a fan old club, but this doesn't mean they get to make any decisions." Uh, so I did enjoy that sort of notion because yeah. that's what's kind of the jokes always said about the Green Bay Packers. is yeah, it's fan exactly. but they don't have any say. <laughs> like no, no, it'd be a like up there. yeah yeah, oh, oh I mean it's amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean you can't get you can't get fans over here in Scotland. Well, I mean, one, we can't get fans to, you know. Uh, to 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 agree on religion in a country that's 80% atheist, but uh, we also can't get fans to sort of uh, ju- you know, decide which football team does the best pie at halftime. So let alone <laughs> trying to run a football team uh, coherently. So, um, but no, that's a bit of news from Scotland, and uh, I think some good news for once north of the border, which is good to see. And I do just want to very quickly just bring up the demise of Arsenal, um, the team that once. Housed everybody's favorite Thierry Henry. You know, they when I was growing up, they had a, a phenomenal team. They had their invincible season where they didn't lose, which is you know quite the feat to do in England. When you've got some of the biggest teams on on the planet in the in the world of football, as in soccer, um, and they now currently sit at the bottom of the English Premier League after three games, they've lost all three games. As I said at the start, they've they've not scored any goals, they've conceded nine. They lost their opening game to Brentford, a team that have never made, never played in the Premier League, first time, first game ever in the Premier League uh, for Brentford. They beat Arsenal two 0 Next up is Jack Green's uh, esteemed Norwich City, and I have to say. It's one of those situations where I say with no disrespect and then insult the team. If Arsenal uh, do lose to Norwich, Jeremy, that will be it for Mikel Arteta. There is just no way that Arsenal can lose to Norwich. I believe it's at the Emirates as well. So home game for Arsenal. So if they lose to Jack Green's Norwich, uh, that will be the end of, uh, not killed, just fired, uh, but the end of Mikel Arteta (laughs) at Arsenal. But it's just incredible just to see a team... I mean, they really have just continued to to drop off as a team. And, of course, Jeremy, this is a team that signed up for the European Super League, and they are now bottom mm-hmm. of the English Premier League, below Norwich, below Wolves, below everybody else. Um, and it just it shows you the insult of that league. But if my wife hears me say the word Super League one more time, she is going to go ballistic, so we won't get back onto that. But <laughs> I, want, I wanted to ask you a question, which is kind of, do you have sort of a, can you think of like a North American team that has gone downhill you know that at such a rate of knots that one minute they're one of the best teams in North America and everybody is buying their jerseys and what a wonderful team and the next minute you're thinking to yourself Jesus what is the point in this team um as the Mm -hmm. podcast did ask uh, uh, another podcast did ask last week because obviously it's slightly different you do you know the Milwaukee Bucks in 2013 were by far the worst team in North America in any sports and they're now of course uh world champs, as they'd like to say. But yeah, I don't know. Is there anything, any any that stand to mind?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that, that actually happens a lot here, just the way our sports work. You know, you lose one guy in the NBA and you can go from, like, think about Cleveland. Yeah. As soon as they lost LeBron, they have nobody's even said their their name unless they're making fun of them <laughs> yeah. once since. Yeah. Uh, like as a team in general, the Raiders they were in the Super Bowl in 02 or 03 against Tampa, and I know it was a See, long I time ago. I didn't even know that. Didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, and they were good, yeah. they were great for a long time, like one of the most prestigious teams in the league. And they've been a, a laughing stock for nearly 20 years now, um, just because of poor management, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, in terms of long term, the Raiders for sure. Um, But yeah, that that happens a lot every year. It happens in the NBA um, and the NFL mostly because if you're an awesome team with, or I should say a a pretty good team with an awesome quarterback, all of a sudden you lose him. uh, You could be horrible. You could be atrocious. We'll see what happens with the Saints this year having just lost Drew Brees.
1: Yeah, and it's it's interesting because, you know, Arsenal, it's not like they lost a ton of really key players. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they still got the same guys that they had last season. It's just been, I don't know, it's just been... A, a continual capitulation um in north london for for them uh, i don't know if you know this but they're owned by stan kronke who owns uh, oh no the chargers right? them. Um, is it yeah i he owns some of the colorado teams in other sports i oh, think he owns the, I yeah think. i think he owns the avalanche and he possibly oh, yeah, owns yeah, he could be uh, right. the colorado MLS definitely owns some teams here yeah. yeah yeah definitely so uh I bet everyone is blaming him, but anyway, watch this space. As a Spurs fan, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, a lot of shouldn't Freud uh, for me because <laughs> uh, they have fairly enjoyed our shitness for many years. So it's yeah. nice for rules to reverse. And another news: uh, Lionel Messi signed for PSG, and Cristiano Ronaldo signed for Manchester United. So just there you go. What a yeah, what that's a... something. What a weird yeah. summer! What a weird summer! There we go. Maybe <laughs> we'll deep dive into that when Jack's back next week. Uh, Jeremy, as for yourself, anything else you uh, you you maybe saw you'd like to bring to our attention?
0: Uh, no, no. I think that's pretty much it for me. I just want to comment that you know I couldn't agree more with something you said, which was if you if you lose to Norwich, you know, ever really, <laughs> yeah. you should yeah. be gone. You should you know your team should liquidized uh, just, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I don't think
1: I don't think anyone on this podcast would disagree. In all honesty, yeah. um, I do have one other thing. I don't know if you saw this, Jeremy. Um, the PGA Tour, uh, which sometimes appears to be run by um, very odd people, uh, they've uh, they have announced that fans at PGA Tours events uh, they face being uh, expulsion was the word that was given. Uh, yeah. I think we would probably over here say evicted or chucked out, whatever it is, um, if they shout Brooksy at Bryson DeChambeau. I don't know if you heard this. Um yeah, I did. but I'd
0: I'd like to get your thoughts on what a loser this, this guy is. He really is. Like it's yeah. it's not like they didn't go to him first and be like, you know, do you mind? Is it the worst thing ever if they yell this? You know if they <laughs> did, he's just like, get him out, Forget about it. I want them gone. Like there's nothing cool about the shampoo. You saw it when you watched the last the match, right? Yeah. All the guys were having a laugh, having a good time together, and he, he just didn't fit in. You can tell he's just that sort of guy. And uh you know Kepka's not the most likable guy ever, but when it's this rivalry certainly appears that way because uh de just you know over and over since he came back with 50 pounds on or whatever he's just been so unlikable in any way and that dumb hat doesn't help (laughs) complaining and cheating and now this (laughs) like just take it it's a the fans pay to be there they're having a good time you can't hear somebody say brooksy yeah and and the other
1: thing as well is that you know, the PGA Tour, I have worried about losing viewership for so long, you know, saying mm. that, they're, that they're the people who watch golf are dying off and they can't get the young crowd. And well, as soon as you start to have this sort of rivalry, which people love in sports, you're getting fans involved. And yes, I appreciate like the people who are shouting Bruxy aren't being nice about it, but like, you know, they're not running on to the to the course and manhandling them they're just yeah. shouting brooksy from from the side and i was listening to the fairway rolling podcast uh, which is by the ringer highly recommended yep. and they were saying on it that what they think is one of the biggest issues with bryson de is that he surrounds himself by yes men so every single person that's on his team just says yes bryson agrees with him in every way so he yeah. he can't really cope with failure or he can't cope with anyone sort of you know, it's almost like a populist politician. You know, he just surrounds mm-hmm. people who like him or, or who, sorry, who will, who will take money to tell him what he wants to hear. And it's obviously working against him because he's not really being successful in golf. And now we've got to a situation where, yeah, fans could face getting chucked out of an event purely for calling him Brooksy. Um, other golfers have, you know, responded and kind of said like, uh, James Han came out with a funny one where he basically just named like another four Asian golfers and was like, oh, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. if you <laughs> call me that name, you're out. You
0: know, something like that. So, I saw that. That was good. Yeah, yeah, he was really good in that one. Yeah, so he's having a little bit of fun with it. Yeah, right?
1: exactly. I didn't realize James Han was 39, by the way. Way older than I thought. Um, So that was a surprise to me. I took that one as I take a sip of juice. But yeah, so no, we will see what happens. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, context. Yeah, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepa, they have a rivalry. And uh, yeah, fans uh, at the BMW Championship uh, last weekend started shouting Brooksy at Bryson DeChambeau whenever he uh, was walking past. And uh, I'm pretty sure he uh, DeChambeau actually got into a swearing match with a fan at the end of Yeah, he did. The end of the, yeah. yeah, so good going there. Right, Mr. Kuro, that was lovely to talk a little bit of sports. So shall we do some quick fire questions? Yeah,
0: yeah. All right you want well, me to go first please do sure okay where are we going to start let's see uh, I had one about Ronaldo, but I think we'll wait for next week for Jack to be back right. on that right. uh, okay so if the NBA were three on three with only three bench spots, who would be the best team in the league <laughs> That's a great
1: question. I love this one that is really good so three on three with three bench spots um, yeah I still think the Nets to be honest with you, yeah. because they've just yeah. got such a deep roster. I mean, a lot of people might think the Lakers, but Jesus, I mean, I mean that's Rajan Rondo's just going back to them. It's, they really are bringing the, <laughs> the sort of mid-2010s back uh, for a little uh, cameo, which is which is exciting. Yeah, no, it's a boring answer, but yeah, I guess Brooklyn Nets probably. Um, I'd like to think, you, you know, because like if you think about it, Milwaukee, you know, their bench isn't strong. You know, there's not a strong bench. And so like, yeah, who are you thinking? Who are you taking there? Three on three. Yeah,
0: like. yeah. I mean, the obvious two answers are the the Nets and the Lakers. Um, the Nets are probably better set up to win in that sort of game. Um, they have a little more scoring from everywhere. Like a team like Milwaukee, and you never know, right? Drew Holiday and one on one is he gonna be able to beat point guards who are good at defense? Probably yeah. not. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's it's never gonna happen anyway. It's just kind of fun to think about. Did you watch yeah, any I, of the three on three at the Olympics? Yeah, and it's yeah. so weird. It's weird. It's but only it's half good. the court, which is yeah. strange. Yeah, yeah. It, it,
1: it's like you would just, with your with your friends, like, it's, it's mm-hmm. brilliant, like, it's proper half-court, three-on-three stuff, so as you say, I mean, that's that's the whole thing, like, it depends, though, you know, do you get, like, um, uh, you know, like a, a situation where Rudy Gage can just defend so well that, you know, for so the Jazz, for example, maybe they'd be great in three-on-three three because they've got such good yeah. defense on that team, you know, and again, that's a little bit why I think uh, Brooklyn would be good because they're pretty good in defense uh, other than Mr. James Harden who still refuses mm-hmm. to do so but yeah no that's a great question I like that Jeremy I like that a lot I want to see it actually instead of the All-Star yeah. let's do that because the All-Star is rubbish these days let's do that Let's yeah go, I let's agree on three. I agree yeah all right That would be fun all right well I'm sure that I'm sure you know the powers to be at the NBA listen to us so do it yeah. that would be great uh, all right uh, NFL question for yourself Mr. Jeremy Curo is Pete Carroll the most successful
0: college to NFL head coach the transition Oh, nice one. Since I've been watching, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah other guys. We'll see with Thurban Meyer this year. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Nick Saban obviously is the most successful college coach ever. He was only in Miami for one year with limited success and went back. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened way back, but since I've been watching, yeah, for sure. Nice call. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, he was at your beloved USC, am I right in saying? Yeah, he was. He yeah. was great there. Those teams were... That's a great thirty for thirty. If you ever want one,
1: all right, I will do that. Mm. That and the that and the Lance Armstrong one that Jack brought up uh, oh, last. last week. Uh yeah. No, cool. thank you for that. I I'll be honest. I was uh, on a little uh, Wikipedia wormhole As you get uh, rabbit hole even wormhole. What the hell am I talking about? A little rabbit hole. Either and uh, and yeah, I, I suddenly noticed that Pete Carroll used to be a was like, like was like eight nine seasons he was a college coach. Yeah, I he was great. He won that. the yeah. national
0: title with them. Mm.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. No, I really really didn't know that. So there we go. Right. Thank you very much. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, next one for me. The Bulls this offseason, uh, among others, added DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball to play along with Zach Levine. Where do you think they'll finish in the East? It's interesting
1: because I was reading Bleacher Report and they actually put down DeMar DeRozan as the worst free agency signing of what? the summer. And I I immediately removed Bleacher Report from my favorites because I was I was very angry about yeah. this. Um, and I wondered if it was just a bit of clickbaiting. Yeah, I think, I don't know... Um, playing i guess i reckon they'll get the playing um i think we'll you know what they've they've not been what five five like five seasons maybe out of the playoffs i'm not sure um i probably made that up but yeah i think they will i think they can make the play in tournament you you, you think they'll make the playoffs outright
0: yeah well yeah you're right probably somewhere between six six to eight i'd say yeah yeah depending on how well um, those guys gel together it's not exactly a ton of defense yeah but Alonso, i think- but not the other two yeah, but I think it's great for Chicago in the sense that there's something to be excited about, and for sure. sort of
1: in in, in all, Well, most of their sports this year, actually, they've finally got something. Well, NFL and, and the NBA, I should say. I, I can't vouch for the other other teams, but um, a bit of something to, to to be excited about in Chicago. And yeah, I think the Bulls. It'd be nice for the Bulls to to sort of be a team that are uh, reasonably near the top and actually um, uh, challenging. Because let's not lie. I mean, they have been one of the most. I mean, they're the sort of team that you just. They're but you know they're kind of like a they've been like the Pistons. You just you're not gonna yeah. watch them. You're just not gonna watch the game. And you know, kind of one of you know last season, one of the only reasons they really got lots of airtime was when uh, Damian Lillard uh, sunk that absolute worldy of a three pointer to <laughs> you know to win the game in the in the last second So uh, when that's the only reason you get on a highlight reel, I think it's pretty sad. But yeah, uh, good off season for them. Uh, Laurie Markin he has has he gone? Have they shipped him?
0: Cleveland. He's gone to Cleveland. Wow. Imagine that. Yeah. Who did they bring? Who did they bring in? <clears throat> I didn't see nothing yeah. too notable. I don't think. Yeah. All right. There we go. Well, watch the
1: space, Chicago fans. Um, for myself, should the Houston Texans have simply released Deshaun Watson instead of looking for a trade? Did you? Um, hear?
0: Morally, probably. Yeah, morally, yeah. Um, would they ever? know way. Because I mean, if something happened, if he ends up being charged with everything, then yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But right now you might as well try and get something for him. If, if a team is crazy enough to trade for him, let alone trade a lot for him, like the yeah. reported deal with Miami, like multiple <clears> first round <throat> picks and uh, your your favorite name to say, Tuatango Vailoa. Yeah, that's him. Uh, you got to be out of your <laughs> mind to yeah. do yeah. a trade yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, what, like, what the fuck are you thinking? It's apparently the owner that wants him. And then I read someone went like, shocker, billionaire wants to bring in potential rapist <laughs> yeah. as like, fuck. I know but, when I, uh, I I laugh
1: nervously, you know, because it, it's it's such an awful situation. And I, I mean, he is innocent until found guilty, but you know, yeah. it, it doesn't look good for him. And I think, from my point of view, the reason I asked the question is just kind of like, one minute we've got the Texans saying, in no uncertain terms, are we trading Deshaun Watson, yeah. and then suddenly it's like literally anybody take him, and it just yeah. it just doesn't look good. It just doesn't look good by an organization that is already not a good organization or, or 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 is always in the news for the wrong reasons so it's a difficult one i'm not trying to make light of the situation it's a lot more serious than than just um you know a game of football but it, it just yeah i just wondered what your thoughts were because yeah it, it's just it just seemed like peak texans but i guess maybe yeah. lots of other teams would have done the same so. yeah
0: i guess you you wait you want to wait to see the verdict but like we both said if the verdict comes back and he's guilty fuck yeah. him like chuck him yeah. he's going to yeah. prison so obviously he's released yeah um but you know, if a team's willing to give them anything, I would be shipping him out of town immediately. Peanut butter sandwich, whatever, I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's not really um,
1: uh, comparable. But uh, friend of the show, Danny, we should bring up that in our dynasty league, he traded for Cam Newton uh, three yeah. days three days before Cam Newton was released by the New England
0: Patriots. So that was great. Uh, He's going to go somewhere else anyway. So it's Danny. not like he. That's just the worst trade. Um, he could yeah. jump on with the team and be their starter midway through the season. So don't lose hope, Danny. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, certainly done more than I've done
1: with my dynasty team because I haven't even—I don't even know who's on it. So good on me. <laughs> um, Mr. Kuro, do you have any other questions?
0: Yeah, uh, it, it's official that Ben Simmons has told yeah. the 76ers that he has no plans to return. Uh, he, he apparently wants to play for a California team. So my question to you is what <laughs> team would be his best fit? Fucking hell, California team. Uh, can yeah, Lake- really.
1: Yeah. Do the do the. La- yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, really. Yeah,
1: that's-
0: <laughs> I don't so, want yeah. to go to Cleveland or Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to go to California.
1: Yeah. So let's put it this way: I had a pretty bad uh, playoffs, so I'm thinking uh, the this yeah. that will help me. Yeah. Uh. Well, can the Lakers?
0: I mean, can they bring no, anyone like else No, we'll take in, the Lakers off the table now. Like he'd yeah. love to go there, right? He's a clutch guy. Yeah. Clutch sports, not a clutch player. He's certainly not that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Not at all the agency. <laughs> I want to see him go to the Sacramento
1: Kings because... There you go. That's uh, the answer. Yeah. I want to see him go there. You know, he'll be the star of the team. They, I mean, they really are not a good team. I mean, they haven't been in the playoffs for like a decade, if not more. That's another Um, team like like Arsenal.
0: Yeah. They were good. True.
1: True. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's actually, they might be the best comparison to Arsenal because a bit like Arsenal, it's just little decisions that the Sacramento Kings have made that has just over time accumulated into them just really imploding yeah absolutely so there we go yeah Uh, that's our
0: that's our answer right there
1: all right so if anyone listening is an arsenal and sacramental kings fan one let us know so we can mock and two our thoughts Mm -hmm. are with you um but yeah so yeah no let's go with the sacramental kings that would be great uh he could he could be face of the franchise uh maybe as well because he's you know he's not uh, in philly and maybe i don't know maybe we'll take a little bit of pressure off of him and he can just try yeah. and find his career again because he was a, he's, a, he's a, he is a brilliant player but he he's really he's really lost it um, do you think it's do you think it's directly involved to the fact that he found out that he was in a potential trade do you think that's on his mind or do you think
0: it's i mean i guess if we knew we'd be gms but yeah yeah no i think it when you're in that situation and you have the whole city just being like, "Fuck! Like, what was that a performance <laughs> yeah. through a whole playoffs?" Yeah. And sometimes you just need a new start somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so a place like Sacramento is probably perfect. I mean, he probably wasn't even thinking of it when he said California teams, because who thinks of the Kings when yeah. you like, yeah. Lakers, Clippers, and Warriors? But uh, you know, a little less pressure. Yep. Uh, that would make a lot of sense for him. I, he probably wouldn't be too thrilled about it. But- no getting out of there and just trying something new. And he doesn't seem like he's on the best terms with Embiid, which would be important too. So yeah, I like that call by you. Nice yeah, one. Yeah. And um, yeah, he should have, he should have played the Olympics. I'm disappointed
1: he didn't go there. Yeah. Well, they still got a bronze, right? Without him. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 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 They, they played. I And to be honest with you, I think, yeah, I think Australia, they, they, they possibly could have done more. It's kind of a shame, yeah. but hey, they got a medal, so good. well done to them. I was pleased to see that. Question from myself, very important one. Uh, what was more stupid? Uh, Triple H originally being billed as a French-Canadian aristocrat named Jean-Paul Levesque or the original XFL season?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable. Uh, oh, fuck triple h like you think of him back there and he's wearing like the velvet and uh, yeah yeah i mean literally, was he we, this french canadian i don't yeah, think yeah, it, yeah, his yeah, actual yeah. name is paul Levesque, which is funny yes. so they just made it even yeah. more french sounding by it they, they did Jean yeah. to the beginning. i mean he's he's but,
1: from the u.s state of new hampshire but i think they do get yeah. i think i saw a documentary once they do get some french you know back in the day oh yeah they were yeah, yeah french speaking
0: parts of uh, america because they're on the border uh, so, a yeah. friend of the show hume also a former new hampshire resident fantastic uh, yeah, it's. I think it's Triple H because you look what he came in. He he turned into right. My my. I always say the scene that got me hooked into wrestling. The first ever episode I saw was when he goes through the drive-through wedding with the boss's daughter <laughs> Stephanie McMahon passed out in the passenger seat, and <laughs> pretends to say I do as her.
1: Oh God, it is yeah.
0: mental what Vince McMahon will yeah. allow to make money. Yeah, his own daughter. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's that that great question. That might be the best question ever on the podcast.
1: How <laughs> uh, are or the worst. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Some uh, might think that, however,
0: I'm not one of them. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, yes, there we go. Uh, yeah. Do,
1: do you, any, more, any more questions?
0: Yeah, I do. But uh, <laughs> I don't know how I get back into like, <laughs> how would you fix the Celtics? with the... So I'm just going to ask you this. That was just uh, a does your <laughs> Does your drink of choice change mm. depending what live sport you're attending?
1: Oh, that's a great question. That is a great question. Well, you see, I'm Scottish, so automatically it goes on price. Um, You know, we don't like to spend money in this country. So that's always going to be a situation. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, at the end of the day, over here, well, I mean, the first... Uh, are we talking about... Sorry, are we talking at the game or just watching at home? Or well, a bit I guess of it could be both. I was yeah. thinking at the
0: game, but uh, I mean, and it doesn't just have to be in Scotland. You know, say you went yeah. to the Daytona 500. Oh, yeah, I know what golf. you're saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like this. I like this a lot. So, yeah, no, this is good. So, yeah. So, first off, uh, we are not allowed to drink at soccer games here yeah. uh, due to uh, extreme violence. Uh, so, that's <laughs> that one. Uh, but you are allowed to... Uh, you aren't allowed to drink at the rugby. So when I go to the rugby, mm. uh, it's a bit more of a posh sport. I will delve into like a, a, an IPA. You know, I'll just say, yes, yeah, I I will spend that extra £2.50 and have a lukewarm IPA. Fantastic. Yeah. If I go to the golf, I'll be honest, they're probably just firing at Heineken on tap. I'll maybe yeah. do. I'll maybe just go for that, you know, because it's has a bit lads. I'll be great enjoying that. If, if I went to Daytona, oh, I would just be <laughs> a bottle of bourbon in one hand. <laughs> And ginger ale in another and I would be chasing yeah. it. I would be chasing it. Um, I probably would not remember the race and wake up in a different state. That would be my plan. <laughs> I don't just mean I just don't mean a physical state. I mean literally from Florida and I'm now in the aforementioned New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so
0: so yeah, what about yourself? Yeah, oh, I think at NASCAR you're allowed to take your own coolers in, right? Like mm. you can bring your own beers. Yeah, because they do whatever like whatever you want. Yeah,
1: I mean it's the same as like the touring cars here. You know, you have like yeah. the campsites, so like you get people turn up uh, in like camper vans. You guys would call them RVs, and they have like it's amazing. Like the setups they have. Like yeah, when I great. when I go, yeah, we we just go we just go for the day because it's just an hour up there or 35 minutes up the road from Edinburgh. But yeah, you get people who drive up from England and stuff, and they're in all their camper vans. They have like literally you have like massive barbecues, and they've got all like their cool box and like they're basically just partying all weekend and i I believe uh, at like Daytona or at Talladega it's like that but on acid it is just wild over there so it would be something to behold um so yeah as you said sorry i,
0: I jumped in there but yeah yeah so you can bring yeah. your own so I reckon you could anything really yeah dangerous yeah pretty much I just you normally will go to the bills games and have like a, a outrageous amount at 9 am when we get to the parking lot <laughs> until the game starts at one. Yeah. Friend of the show, Brandon falling down a hill, getting covered in fresh <laughs> cut grass was a highlight. Um and yeah, you go to the other games here and it's like at the Raptors game, they have like a 30, 35 ounce beer. So usually I'll just wow. get that right away. That'll yeah. get me till halftime and then you know, reassess from there. Brilliant. What's that thing what's that thing uh, you guys have? Is it like se- seven,
1: seven by seven or something? A seven of for seven. Have I made that up?
0: Oh, seven and seven.
1: Yeah, seven that and is seven. A an yeah, yeah, yeah. drink. Yeah, I don't know exactly oh, what it see. is, but I right. think it's
0: more of an American thing. Ah,
1: oh, okay. My apologies. Yeah. My apologies. There we go. No, you're I,
0: good. I heard it once on YouTube, and I
1: didn't know what it was. Um. Yeah. No, it's brilliant. I um. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's a great question. Um. God, I love drinking as sports. That's uh, that, is, that is good. Uh. Question for myself. I now I honestly think I might have asked this before in a quick part question. So apologies. Uh. But yeah. who was
0: who was the bigger bust? Was it Ryan Leaf or Anthony
1: Bennett?
0: Uh. I would say Anthony Bennett. Right. Because yeah. Because he was the first pick, whereas as the the Colts made the right decision and they took Peyton Manning ahead of Ryan Leaf. Okay. And there's no shortage of number two overall pick boss in the NBA. Um, but I think Leaf was like a more mental issues than, mm. you know, physical as a player had yeah. some problems. Whereas I think Bennett was all his own fault from not working hard, being lazy, um, drifting yeah. on natural talent through high school and playing at um, UNLV or wherever it was. And then right. just not working any harder when he got to the league. So yeah, I'm going to say Bennett. All right. Yeah. No, good answer.
1: Good answer. Yeah, no, I do. I think Ryan Leaf did eventually end up sort
0: of. But I don't think you asked that before. I know. So. Uh, did I not? Yeah. No, it's yeah. Good. But, but I think now he's, he's, he's around, he's doing pretty well. So that's good. Oh, we're pleased to hear that. Yeah. That's what we want to hear. Um. Yeah. Jeremy. Okay. One last NBA question for you. Love it. Um. Where do you rank Kawhi Leonard and Paul George among the top duos in the NBA? Oh
1: God! Some great questions by you,
0: Jeremy. I'm <laughs> loving these. I'm loving these. I don't know if I'm doing them
1: any justice. Um, so who are we looking at? We're looking at LeBron and AD. We're looking at yeah. uh, Booker K- and
0: Paul or um, Chris Paul. Yeah, we're looking at KD
1: and Kyrie, uh, or KD and Harden, or KD and yeah, Christ, or even Blake yeah. Griffin
0: at this point because he seems to <laughs> yeah now and Witty and no <laughs> yeah yeah I love it um. Yeah. yeah, Giannis and Middleton.
1: Yeah, Julius Randle and uh, uh Derek Rose, they could be a oh. they could be a future one. Um yeah, they're, they're up there. I would say I would I would say probably on their best day um it's going to be LeBron and Anthony Davis. Then it will be um Kyrie and KD, which almost sounds like a, a, a sort of a band. And then um and then I would say it would be Kawhi and, and Paul George, I would say. Um mm-hmm. I would say the only reason the, the thing that's letting them down at the minute, I think is, is probably just, I mean, uh, Kawhi missed a few games last season and Paul George yeah. doesn't always hit the clutch shots when you need him to, uh, when he is on form, he, God, he, he's, in, he's incredible, yeah. but, but yeah, he just doesn't always do it. And I think it's just like the Clippers there. We need to see more from the Clippers this year. We do. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what one that we're, we're forgetting about, um, because it hasn't been the case in a couple of years, but, uh, Steph and Clay Thompson. Of course. Right up there, yeah, too. Of healthy. course. And hopefully, Clay will be back. They're planning
1: on him being back this year, I'm pretty sure. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. I think so. God, there's some good, there's some really good, like, uh, uh, partnerships in the NBA now you think about it mm-hmm. and then yeah Booker and, and, and Chris Paul I mean god they could get to another final and obviously in Milwaukee I mean uh, you know Giannis and Chris Middleton I mean what they've what they've been able to build in Milwaukee over the last few years uh, that's that's glorious so yeah great question don't know if I answered it but I, yes you like, did you said third
0: that's good <laughs> third
1: yeah brilliant yeah so I did yeah yeah, yeah I'd probably agree yeah all right that is good uh one last question for myself one last question for myself if the buffalo bills were to adopt a cleveland indians 10 cent beer night how many
0: people would be killed uh what's the capacity of the stadium it's the same answer
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yes yes the the massacre of buffalo no yeah absolutely um, yeah for any listener that doesn't know the previously named cleveland indians who have finally changed their name uh, shout out to the person on reddit who said they should have changed the name to the cleveland uh, washington football team i really enjoyed that <laughs> um, sorry <laughs> i can't good. give you credit because i don't know what your username was but uh, yeah but anyway the previously named cleveland indians who I actually what are they called now what are
0: they called the, the cleveland guardians i think guardians
1: yeah i think it is yeah, yeah. The
0: guardians uh, but yeah the second th- half of the name yeah yeah good point yeah yeah just yeah. Uh, just Save put some duct tape over it and yeah, then just write exactly. it. and yeah
1: you know, that's what we do over here um but yeah anyway they they hosted a 10 cent beer night that uh, basically all the fans really took part in and it ended up with the game being postponed or cancelled <laughs> uh, and defaulted and just oh, a massive man. riot just a massive riot instead riot police had to turn up so it was the first and last time that they came up with that uh, idea but uh yeah Less, less death than Buffalo, I guess. Yeah, so no question. Yeah, Great question. All right. Well, I'd like to take part in that. wonder what they were
0: drinking. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, don't know. Uh, that's it for me. I think I've given you... Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, that was quick fire questions
1: where the questions are quick and the answers are long-winded. <laughs> Big fan. I do love quick fire questions because we, just, we yeah. just don't know. We don't know what we're going to get. Medium fire answers. <laughs> yeah. We, Medium to we, long.
0: We need to change the name of this segment.
1: Uh, Mr. Kuro, I believe you do have a, a trivia question.
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, this one is in regards to your favorite West Virginia Mountaineers Love football them. team. Brilliant. So, uh, and what year, um, or oh, the fuck did I word this so wrong? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was the last year that a West Virginia Mountaineer was a Heisman Trophy finalist? Okay, I get you. I get you. Uh, yeah. It's going to be embarrassing
1: when Jack still gets the point for this. Um, yeah, So looking forward to that. The last year? Oh, well, I'm going to be honest. I honestly don't know. I genuinely what, don't yeah. know. <laughs> um,
0: it could be three years. It could be forty.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 good. Yeah, it could be never. Um, Here's a hint.
0: It's neither of those, but it is somewhere in between.
1: All right, I'm going to go with 19. Oh, the 80s or 90s. I, I let's go with 1994. The the, the year OJ
0: Simpson murdered. <laughs> allegedly uh, 1989 allegedly. 1989 wow good year major harris was the quarterback at the time wow he finished Damn.
1: third uh, now uh, so i should i should follow up by just sort of saying is it kind of surprising that the mountaineers have had a heisman trophy winner at all or no, is no no so should it come from
0: any school should um, i be embarrassed at, that it's been 32 no years there's school. probably some schools that are way longer and okay. the jersey that i sent you yes yeah. Steve Slate in the running back. He played from 04 to 06. I thought he might've been a Heisman finalist, which okay. is where I came up with this idea. Yeah. Uh, but they only showed the top three. So he may have been four or five, but, but yeah. according to my list, it was Great 1989. Jersey. Yeah. And thank you again uh, for sending that question. Jersey. Love it. Yes. Yeah, no worries. Who won the Heisman trophy in 1968? Oh, <laughs> it was OJ Simpson.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah! <laughs> what a man. What a man. I, my wife and I have just, we, we watched the People versus OJ on Netflix. Um, uh, incredible like such yeah, a good show that. oh it is it was so i highly recommend it any listener who's not seen it it was originally on fx in the states uh, back in the day and uh, and yeah it's it's highly worth a watch so uh very informative and uh, an eye-opener an eye opener especially yep. especially when uh being that i was like six or seven when it happened and lived in scotland so it wasn't a thing True. over here so there we <laughs> go uh i've got a question for you a trivia question yeah. and we'll see if jack can win this one as well uh the metlife stadium is the largest non-college stadium in the u.s but how many stadiums come above it on the capacity list again wow.
0: word is slightly weird but there we no, go no i see what you mean so all yeah. of the all of the stadiums uh, above it are college yeah, stadiums. they're and all college stadiums. So X amount of oh, college okay. stadiums. Michigan, and, Penn State, Ohio State, Ooh, yeah. all those Big Ten schools. Yeah, and this, this, and, and
1: the reason I bring this up is because our, our listeners from from uh, Europe or Australia mm-hmm. are going to be stunned by this answer—the fact that this amount of college teams have larger stadiums yeah. than the New York Jets slash Giants. Do Two. you have the capacity for the Jets stadium? um i i don't
0: uh i can no, get it it's, no big deal. it's probably about uh, 70 something
1: i think i think it was 60 something uh two seconds uh no i lied it's eighty-two
0: thousand 82 holy shit yeah there we go i really okay. underestimated that so there's a couple colleges that are over 100 thousands the ones i mentioned before uh probably some others i'm gonna say 16 oh so close it's 14 14 14 yeah
1: I'm going to give you the point. Uh, That is quite something. That is staggering. 14 stadiums. Should see how many of them I can guess. Do you have them there? Um, Yep. Don't worry about it if they're not. Uh, Yeah, I'll get them. A list of largest stadiums in. It'd be amazing.
0: Jack can either edit this or just put this on the podcast. It would be brilliant.
1: Yeah.
0: One of my favorite things is where people say out loud what they're typing.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially
1: when it's their password yeah exactly i love t27 right um okay um when you're ready you got them okay uh so the, 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 yeah cool the oh wait I... a minute i lied to you Uh-oh. it's 15 it's 15 okay there are plus f- so one off yeah you're so one off. minus one point for you yeah I yeah so okay. i lose the point that i just won yeah yeah exactly okay. i didn't okay want to so anyway. um michigan yes that's number one Hundred and seven thousand yep. six hundred and one. Penn State? Uh yep, that's two. Beaver Stadium. Terrible name. One hundred and six thousand. Yep. <laughs> Ohio State. Uh number three. Uh yeah. 104,944. Oh, just get a few oh. more. You get 105. Come on. Uh Florida. Uh Florida are yes, thirteenth. The Ben Hill Griffin Stadium in Gainesville, eighty eight. Oh. Uh the Rose Bowl. Uh yes, that's number eleven. It's in Pasadena. Yeah. Which I think is California. Oh, actually, that's the home of Van Halen. There's a factory. Is it?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll just cut name a few off. Um, Georgia? Uh, um, yep,
1: Georgia Bulldogs.
0: Number 10. Okay, Sanford we'll go until I get one wrong.
1: All right. Yeah, let's do Who it. else is oh, good? Can I Can uh, I just sidebar? Can I just sidebar? Yeah. It is only 14 because one of these stadiums is in Mexico.
0: Oh, so what, Aztec Stadium? Uh,
1: yeah, it is Azteca Stadium. Yeah, <laughs> Azteca. So, Angela
0: yeah. won't be happy. Okay. Anyway, um, smash. Um, I got one more incredible. guess, which is LSU. Uh yes, number six, Tigers, Tigers okay. Stadium in Baton Rouge. So basically, Root, all two. the SEC. Yeah. So let's you've... guess if a couple more. Texas.
1: Yep, they're in there. Yeah, number four. Yeah. O- Oklahoma. Mm. Oh, oh, Jeremy Curo. Ah, oh, Jeremy Curro no. did so well. Unfortunately. Oklahoma, uh, it's is uh, no, it's seventeen. It's one. It's just it's one below. Oh, just outside. Yeah, okay. it's uh, got a four hundred less seats. But that was bloody good. That was bloody good. I think the ones you didn't see were Tennessee, uh, Alabama. Uh, yeah, oh, I miss
0: Alabama. Wisconsin.
1: Uh Wisconsin. God, I wish I could read. Uh no, they are not. No Wisconsin are Wisconsin are 22nd. They're down there. Oh, embarrassing. Uh, but yeah, I'll tell you uh you said Texas. Is that the Longhorns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Texas A M. They're also in this list. Oh, AM, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're the fourth biggest. Uh you've also got the Cotton Bowl and Auburn. Those are the ones you missed. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you did very bloody well. So there you go. Thanks. Any listener that got them all? I don't know. Send a postcard. Let us know. You can just lie. We're not going to fact check you. So that is brilliant. <laughs> uh, right. Well, Jeremy, that was that was. I enjoyed that. That was good fun. Um, yeah. Anything nice else, one. or shall we move on to our no, favourite top go. threes? Let's go. All right. It seemed to fit puberty. My voice got very high, and that was weird. um Okay. Uh, this week we are going to do top three guys to go fishing with, because you know why be sensible on this podcast? So, Mister Kiro, who would you like to fish with on an evening?
0: <laughs> Okay, a well, quick shout-out to my buddy, the Bass Man, Dave, uh, the yep. only actual fisherman I know. Okay. And, uh, okay, so number three, Oliver Miller. He's the heaviest player in NBA history, <laughs> 375 pounds, and probably I would it. want to see how far one end of the boat will go down, <laughs> and I'd like to sit on the other end. Be nice yeah, and I.
1: a proper Titanic
0: moment. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, number two, Shaq. <laughs> he would probably have the same issue, except he'd be a lot more fun. Yes, uh, yeah. Number True. one, John Daly. He might, yeah. you know, tee one up out of a fish's mouth or something. Right. Uh, putting back cigarettes, putting back beers be a great time. And also the other thing with Shaq uh, would be he could
1: catch a really big fish and it will look like a goldfish. Yeah, true. true. So that would be good. <laughs> i like that. Yeah, that'd be good. And that's a good top three. Uh, for me, I've gone with the entire Buffalo Bills fan base. Just bring them <laughs> all in boats. All of them. But we'll fish them. Yeah. We'll get on the Brewski's. Um we'll do 10 ten cent beer night and see how many people drown within the first hour. Uh second of all, we've gone with Gronk, because he's always on a boat. So mm, I can nice so my, one. my thinking is I'm assuming he knows how to drive the boat. So he that might be good because I, I don't I've never driven a boat, so I would be able to I don't know. I do uh, Only on Norwegian fishing games do I know what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Uh, but most of all, it's a uh, French-Canadian aristocrat, uh, Jean-Paul Levesque. <laughs> uh, definitely would like go fishing with him, New Hampshire. Is it on the sea? Probably not. Um, but yes, Mr. Jeremy Curo, that was absolutely wonderful. Lovely evening uh, spent talking sports with you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you've enjoyed, uh, whether you're listening to us, uh, Apple Pods. We're on Spotify. We're on your favorite podcast platform. A cheeky five-star review would be lovely if you're on Apple Pods. Uh, we do have an Instagram page, albeit I've uh, deleted it, and uh, we don't have oh, yeah, a password. Right. So we'll need to figure that one out. Uh, we can probably guess the guess the password, as you said last week, Jeremy. Um, it's I love T27. And um, so, yeah, give us a shout in that. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your foes. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Listen to us if you want. That'd be great. Uh, Jack, we missed you. Thank you still for producing this podcast because uh, me and Jeremy don't know how to do that. Uh, hopefully no. we've recorded the Zoom. Otherwise, we've just spoken to ourselves <laughs> for like a number 20 or something. That'd be great. That <laughs> oh, was a great, lovely evening. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeremy, thank you very much. It's uh, Thank you.
0: Yeah, nice one, man. Uh, Jack, thanks, like Ali said. Thanks, everyone, for listening, as always. We do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll be seeing you. Absolutely.
1: Uh, my name's Arthur Kirk, and I, I've, I don't have an ending, so bye.